back to this league. We have a new schedule. Thursdays now. It's just Thursdays. We're going to have one fat episode every week instead of two separate episodes. We're busy dudes. We got school, work, and other shit going on. Uh, so we'll come out with an episode once a week. Pretty much Thursdays. We'll review the NFL from last week. We'll talk about the NFL coming up this week and everything else in between. Uh, so this week we're just going to start off going over last week's games. Uh, we'll pick a game of interest. Is you can pick one that you want to talk about. Oh, easy. The Giants fucking suck. It was brutal. All of New York sports sucks now. We were both at the game. It was. It felt like 100 degrees. I got sunburned. I, got- I got a cut on my nose from my sunburn. <laughs> it, peeled, it peeled two layers of skin off my face. Just were- sitting in, miserable in the heat for three hours watching them get torn apart. You were at Eli's last game. Yeah. You were at Eli's last game. Save and, the ticket stumps. We didn't know it at the time. Save the ticket stumps. You were at Eli's last game. We didn't know it at the time, but I was at Eli's last game. Oh my god. Yo, Derek, I don't think I think I was like peak drunk when you saw me at the tailgate. <laughs> I yeah, was dude. so fucking drunk at that tailgate. It your was hotel, stupid. Your, I I walked into your tailgate and I I think everyone was just hammered. Like in a different level. There was flip cup pong, there was everything going on at one time. I walked into a shit show. Was Yo, it was a mess. Dude, we spent that whole game, me and my brother and like the people we were with, we spent that whole game 48 minutes straight harassing these like three Bills fans. And, like we didn't even watch the game. We just straight like harassed these guys. And like anything they said, <laughs> we're like, well, what have you won in your life? Like you're literally a loser. Like you've been a loser your whole life. <laughs> yeah, Bills fans, Bills fans are they're they're fun to watch in like videos and shit, but there's a certain there's certain type of fan that you just like them for social media. You don't like actually talking to them. You don't like arguing with them over sports because they're just idiots. They just light, light themselves on fire and jump through tables. That's all they're good for. Yeah, I Dude, just, that's I exactly see, what me and my brother were saying. I just see Bills fans as they're, they're just not Philly fans. They're bad, but they're not Philly fans. So no. it, it gets worse. It gets worse. They're, yeah. they're not as bad, but they're just like – they like claim this like big fucking shit that they're like – the Bills Mafia, the Bills Mafia. And, like, we were, like, fucking with these guys. Yeah, we were fucking with these guys, like, talking shit. Like, obviously, we're going to talk shit. We're at a fucking football game, and you're in our, like, home stadium. And these guys actually told the security on us. Like, they went down and told the security to, like, kick them out. They're a bunch of pussies, yeah. They're being pussies. (laughs) And it's you and your brother. Bad representation (laughs) of Bills Mafia. Bad representation of Bills Mafia. The security probably comes over to you, and they're like, these kids are talking shit. (laughs) We're like... I don't even remember what we were saying. We were like, yeah, well, we're not allowed to talk shit at our own home stadium. Like, what? Like, we're not even saying anything bad to these guys. And then one of the guys called, like, my cousin, like, the C-word. And, like, we freaked out. Like, yeah. we made this giant scene about everything. Oh, it was fun. I didn't watch any of the game. I just watched. I just, like, tormented these Bills fans. Yeah, I mean, there was no reason to watch the game. Eli kind of – he didn't play terrible, but he checked down everything to Saquon. After the first drive, it looked like they were clueless. They didn't really know what to do. It looks like, well, both weeks, it's like they have a perfect first drive scripted. It's already planned out. They, they know they're going to score a touchdown. They handed it to Saquon five, six times. He scored a touchdown on his own. After that, they yeah. looked clueless. Had no clue what to do. Had like five three and outs after that. It seems like every first drive of the game, and they know we are the best doing. team in football. Yeah, it's scripted. They march. 
Well, because it's Saquon, man. Give the ball. At least Saquon got more touches. And now it's time to look to the future. It's time to look to the future now, I guess. Danny Dimes, baby. Danny Dimes. Knock on wood if you're with me. I'm so excited. I was straight up crying in my office today watching a tribute video on Twitter. It it was a bad look. It was a very bad look. as, As a sports fan... Not as a Giants fan, as a sports fan, it blows my mind. I did no no way that I think. I knew it was coming, but there's no shot I thought it was going to be this early. The stature Eli holds, especially the way the Giants are, I, I had no, no idea it was going to be this early. Huge yeah, I, would have, I would have said week four or five. That's what I was thinking, four or five. But it's needed, man. Eli, if you look at the stats, he's the uh, 28th most pressured quarterback this season. And he's still doing what he's doing. Yeah, he's got time. The offensive line is yeah. so much better, and so we're not you, we're not not even moving the ball. If you put a mobile quarterback in that spot where they have the fourth longest time, essentially in the pocket, if you put a mobile quarterback in there that it could extend it even longer, yeah, I think it'll be a whole different ball game. But especially as long as the defense that steps up, the DJ can do something. Everybody Especially when you can run the RPO with DJ too. Yeah, he's sick. I love Danny Dimes. This is gonna be so much fun. Everybody knew Eli's career was coming to an end, but nobody wanted it to happen. They wanted to see it happen, but they don't. But I still don't think people even want to see it. Like it's the right move by like, it's all the right means. Move. The right move. It is the right move, but it all depends on Danny's got the number sixth overall pick. I can never talk shit about Eli. I really can't. He gave me, like, the best years of my entire life. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last three years are kind of just, like, bullshit. The throwaway years that it was irrelevant to the rest of the career, what we got to watch. He carried us to two Super Bowls. Won two Super Bowls. His top ten in touchdowns and uh, yards, right? Yeah. Overall. Yeah, I think he's – he should be. Maybe not first ballot, but he is a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. In football, no doubt a Hall of Famer. Famer. No doubt a Hall of Famer in football. You don't football just put up those numbers and like yeah. not get in. Like I hate like the people that are like, "Oh, Eli sucks. He's like a schmuck." But like, if anyone that followed the Giants, Jerry Reese didn't put together an offensive line for him for seven years. Like seven years of like his best play was like behind like the worst ranked offensive line. So like, obviously his numbers are not going to be that good. Wait, did you listen to any like the sports talk radio in the morning after like all the all the news broke that uh, Danny was going to start? Just the way they were talking about Eli, I was just shocked. They were just they really just tearing the fucking shit on them. Shitting on him. I was shocked. I didn't think, especially living in the New York area on the New York market, I know the media is going to be tough. I didn't expect them to absolutely shit on Eli the day after he just lost his starting job. And it sucks. He's not. He didn't get any of the respect he deserved from the media. Nah, he deserves more respect. He's a he's a fucking Iron Man. He missed one start, and it was because he got benched for Geno Smith. Yeah, and he had like no reason to be benched either. Bullshit. Yeah, no reason. That was the, that was one of the craziest things they've done in a while. Yeah. The other side, let's go across. I we got an absolute mess. Sat there in the on green. the couch, and you knew the season was already going in the wrong direction. And then within the matter of a game you realize that the entire season is truly fucked. As a Jets fan, it's so fucking crippling to see Trevor Simeon, one, get his ankle fucking ligament, whatever, blown up. He's done. Got Luke Falk fucking playing quarterback. Maybe Kaepernick signing in the future? We'll see. But just to watch the whole franchise, not even the whole season, just fall apart just like that. Mono with Sam Darnold, it's a joke. And then 
the cherry on top where I literally was almost brought to tears with Jamal Adams removing the Jets from his social media. That if Jamal Adams would want to be traded, then I absolutely wouldn't know what to do with myself. The Jets I don't really think he wants to be traded. I think he was just he's overreacting. I think he was overreacting, but still, as as a Jets fan, we could have hoped for the best, and absolutely everything went as worse as possible. The Jets are going to go start out zero and seven. You heard it here first as a Jets fan. I've gone from taking I already owe is fifty bucks for over yes. eight and a half wins. They're going to go zero and seven to start the season. I'm a big believer in that. And I'm going to watch every single game and suffer through it every fucking Sunday. You really think they're going to go uh, zero and seven? Sam Donald's not going to be back till week five, and who knows if he's going to be a hundred percent with his fucking bitch ass mono, whatever the fuck he has. That's he's he's like targeting a week five return. If you think think about it, you have Le'Veon Bell. He's going to get the ball. He's going to do what he's going to do. You have a great defense, but you actually don't have a quarterback. I don't care if everybody's like, oh, Luke Falk went 20 for 25. He's a fucking third-string quarterback in the NFL. He's not going to win games. The defense is good enough to maybe win you a game, but we're playing the Patriots twice in, in the next before week game. There's no shot. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of fucked. They're a 23-point underdog to the fucking Pats. This transition right now in the NFL is insane with all these quarterbacks. It's the youngest quarterback starting age group since the 80s. I feel like every team you have is it first really? or second year. Yeah, it's since every the team. 80s. We have Daniel Jones coming in. We have Luke Falk. Ben Roethlisberger's out. Nick Mason Foles Rudolph. is out. Mason Rudolph's uh, coming in. Mason Rudolph, yeah. Um, Minshaw. Minshaw. Oh, uh, fucking Teddy Bridgewater. And Yeah, Bridgewater. Uh, Rosen is coming back in for Fitzpatrick. It's I'm kind of the, excited to see these old wave of quarterbacks go. It, it's the changing of the guard. If you, you think it's the changing it's a whole, of the guard, and then it's a whole new forget, league. Everybody forgets Tom Brady has Antonio Brown playing wide <laughs> receiver, yeah. so he just said everybody go fuck themselves. It's, you have a 42 year old <laughs> dominating 24 year olds this year. It's all that's going to happen. They're going to drop another fucking. They're playing the Jets. They'll probably drop another 43 points. The Jets will score six or seven. Uh, what other well, games do you guys want to bring up? The Cowboys look like the best team in football right yeah, now. The Cowboys look unreal. I would say the Patriots by far, but uh, yeah. But besides the Patriots, the Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys are scaring me just because I fucking hate Dak them. Prescott's really looking good, but they yep. haven't. Again, also with the Bills too. Everybody's hyped up on the Bills. The Bills also played two of the worst teams in football, so I can't wait for the Bills to lose a couple. And everybody, all those Bills fans, can relax. Yeah. They play some How real competition. How fucked are the refs for doing that to the Saints again? Dude, they're it's never like they going to catch a break. It's like they hate New Orleans. They really will never catch. I. It's like one of those curses, you know? Like, they're just always, always going to have, like, that bad shit with the refs. Like, they're never going to get a call their way. It's the Sean Payton, Sean Payton curse. <laughs> <laughs> what, else, what other games were that we're excited in this week? Um, the Dolphins may go 0-16. I, I kind of hope they do, just because... <laughs> I don't want to see the Lions stand there alone forever. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, the Texans don't look that good. Yeah, I think they were overrated coming into the season. I know what I want. Just now for I, a couple of the trades. Remember. What are you talking? The 49ers. The 49ers are looking pretty oh, good. Oh, they, they just unloaded all over the Bengals' face. I think the 49ers are looking – Garoppolo is going to be I, – I was high on Garoppolo last year until he had the injury, and I'm, I hope he comes back and bound me. So Garoppolo's they, should trade for, they should trade for Jalen Ramsey. I think they should trade for Melvin. Fuck it. The Jets trade Melvin for Ooh, That would be smart. I forgot Melvin he was still Jordan not Ramsey. signed. With it, or he is signed technically, but I forgot he's not playing. He, uh, Eckler just kind of pushed that shit all away. Yeah, Eckler, Eckler, yeah the Charges don't need uh, Melvin 
Eckler's doing just fine. They're going to trade him. They're going to trade him to whatever they want, I feel like. I don't even know if like, Melvin Gordon's going to have any say. Is Cam Newton out next week, this week? Yeah, it's looking like he's going to be out, yeah. The fuck? Is he going to retire too now? I wouldn't hey, be surprised, dude. That guy big, takes a fucking beating. Like, he think, gets murdered every Sunday. You think Big Ben's done? Hey. He's just going to come back a fat slob. <laughs> he already, already, he already is. Yeah, he got he he bigger. He's got a chub face. It's sick. We'll see, though. I feel like Big Ben's the type of motherfucker that's just like, he's just going to keep coming out there and slinging the ball as long as he's making money. Like, I don't, unless Mason does something like really good this, like, while Ben's out, like, they're they're not going to, they're not drafting a quarterback clearly. They traded their first round pick. So I feel like Big Ben has like nothing to lose, like, with coming back. He's definitely going to come back. I think he's definitely going to come back and he's definitely going to start. It depends how good this, how good Mason Rudolph is. It's gonna be like a. It's gonna be like one of the like the giant situation this year. Like he's gonna come back, and if he sucks, they're gonna go. They're gonna go back to Rudolph. Yeah, that's the end of ben, Big Ben. Yep. This is right. the start to the rebuild. Start to the rebuild. Do they have? The Steelers have eight first round draft picks on defense. The Steelers have eight. Oh, eight they... first round draft picks on defense. <laughs> that's and, and, is that include? And they just got Minka. Is that include Minka too now? I know they just got Minka. It's including. It's it's including Minka. Yeah. Minka, Jesus. Their defense is gonna keep them in the games, and then when Ben Roethlisberger gets a new arm implanted into his body, he's gonna be a beast. Yeah, and, and fucking and, Big Ben, that fat rapist. I love him. The first time I saw him take off his helmet, his face, his neck is the same width as, as his cheeks. Like he, he's, he's got a chode face. He's chode head Roethlisberger. What's it called? Doesn't fucking Miami have like nine first round picks next year? They have like four, I think. <laughs> I, yeah, the Dolphins are. Do you, do you, you think they'll go zero sixteen? I don't think they will. I think. I hope one. so. I think, I think they, they could. I think they could beat the Bills maybe if in like a sneak home game just because it's in division. It's always close unless it was the Patriots. You never know. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think no way they go 0 16. I think they'll win one. They gotta win they'll sneak a game. One. They'll sneak a game in there. Maybe against the Browns? They play the Browns. Hey, the Browns are once again, as I said, overhyped. They're going to be fucking nothing. Baker Dude, Buck. they were. That's also another thing I want to talk about. That Browns Jets game, it was a good game up until like the third quarter. They should have blown out the, the Jets. Jets were in it. They should have blown them the fuck out. It's because the Jets defense can still hold them up and just but the Browns do not look anything special or hyped up as they should be as as they were hyped up to be. They don't look That's special. That's because Baker at looks all. terrible. Yeah. Baker yeah. looks yeah. terrible. I really wish Trevor Sim I really wish Trevor Simeon didn't get hurt. It would have been must. such a good ending to that game. Trevor Simeon got his ankle shredded by Miles Garrett. Absolutely shredded. Yeah, yeah. It was his ankle was in reverse. It was in reverse. He said, "Back that shit up." The Bears game, they finally got a fucking kicker. How about that? Oh yeah, dude. That was the I longest two minutes to end the game in the world. They finally it, need something. There was a guy that threw away his bet slip after the Broncos scored that um, touchdown to take the lead. He seconds. threw away his bet slip with that 30 seconds left. He had to dig through a garbage in a bar to find his bet slip after they kicked that field goal to win. <laughs> what dumb fuck? But how can you leave? How can you possibly leave a wide receiver that open in the middle of the field on the 40 or 35 yard line when all they need is three points? And that timeout, thank God they reviewed it because that would have been yeah. another Chicago story where they could just moan for the next month about it. Yeah, they're because like, they're still going to find something to complain about. They, they almost didn't give them that timeout with one second left. 
They almost didn't. They yeah. really fucked up. They, they got to figure out this whole refereeing thing. They got to stop because, like, now they're making it too much where it's like it's too involved, but certain areas need help. The pass interference thing looks like a bust right now. It looks like it's fucking stupid. It looks like a huge fucking bust. Yeah. You got to figure that out. My new, my new favorite saying watching that game, I was watching a live feed of Marty Mush. And after uh, Pinero, is that his name? Pinero. 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 On the Bears, kick that field goal. He's yelling straight down the cock. The ball went straight down the cock. (laughs) (laughs) It's my my new favorite saying. Every time a field goal is good, I'm going to go straight down the cock. Straight down the cock. Eddie Pinero. (laughs) Eddie Pinero. Shout out Eddie Pinero. He's just a, a, his dad was a B soccer player too. He played in the U.S. Moved from Mexico. So, soccer's be kickers. Soccer's be kickers. Why don't all soccer players just become NFL kickers? If they That's can? what I'm saying. I'm going to try. Doing? I'm, I want to go to a field. I want to go to a field nearby and see if I can do it. Derek, we got to get you crazy leg days, crazy leg days in the gym, and then we're going to get you out there on the field drilling 50s down the cock, right to the cock. Right down the cock. I'll, right I would down the cock. I, I wouldn't miss down the cock. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. love watching the Cardinals because they throw the ball. Kyler Murray's throwing the ball 50 times a game. Yeah. I think it's, it's literally like watching a man. And, and he's going to have to do that every week. He, he looks so little. He looks like a backyard football kid. I love it. He looks like he was, literally looks like a shortstop playing quarterback. He runs. He's like throwing sidearm, yeah. like trying it's... to turn a double play to like Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's so much fun to watch. He's, he can sneak through the line too. Like he ducks so many ta- uh, so Almost tiny. sacks. He could just keep running. It's cool. Um, Oh, I wanted to bring up the Eagles. I had so much fun watching the Eagles get hurt. Not that I'm rooting for them to get hurt, but there were seven or eight players in the tent at all times last week. To me, I don't think it's rooting for players to get hurt, but like you're excited. Not rooting against it. it. (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely not rooting against it. In the first quarter, I think there were three players. uh, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, and a lineman, Kelsey. Kelsey, first of all, got hit in the head, and he stands up and runs to the wrong side. He runs to the Falcon. He runs to the Falcon sideline, and they're like, "Yeah, this guy just fucking blue tent him." That that happened to me in uh, high school football. <laughs> you ran to the wrong side. I, not that I ran to the wrong side, but like we were playing Pompton Lakes, and I was a kick returner, and like I caught the ball. I look forward, and some kid is like literally off his feet, supermaning, like tackle me. He like head to heads me. And I don't remember the rest of the game after that. That's the last thing I remember seeing is number 80 from Pompton Lakes. And there's like a video of me on Huddle where I'm literally looking backwards. Like I'm turned around, I'm playing corner. I'm turned the wrong way. And like you just see my coach like running down the sideline, like clapping, screaming at me. I turn around, look at the receiver and like the play goes and he just like torches me for a touchdown. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Did you play the rest of the game? 100%, yeah. <laughs> Literally just, like, dancing around oh, the field, shit. like, not knowing what the fuck's going on. Bro, at high school, like, you can get, like, the worst concussion ever, and the coach is like, all right, you're good. Go back in the game. Yeah, yeah. they didn't really know anything about fucking CTE yet. <laughs> now if you get a bruise on your leg, you have to sit out for three weeks. They don't even hit in practice in high school anymore. They don't even fucking hit. You can only hit up, like, twice a week. You can't even hit, like, during – you only hit, like, once or twice a week full pads. Dude, there's nothing Bird, worse than doubles. Did you have to take the concussion test in high school? Yeah, we did. We did How annoying was that? It was that one. That was annoying. And because you are out is, of fucking... Every yeah. time you got hit in the head, 
in the beginning of the season, you took a concussion a test. That it was a baseline. Then if you ever got hit in the head, they would make you take it. And it, it was one of those things where when a col- if the color is blue, press left. If it's red, press right. You have to do that with timing. Then press space bar as many times in this amount of time. If it says stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things you like took, that. You took and it test. would take an hour and ten oh. minutes every time you take it. Did you, you I did that in high school. Yeah, it did was you guys concussion test. Did you guys like I for me when I did it like non-concussed like to, like to start it, I would do so bad on it. So when I did have a concussion <laughs> and I took the test, like even if my test scores were bad, they were better than like my original test scores. So like I always passed. Is is would send his scores and they'd be like, Well, this kid already has concussion. This kid's already <laughs> this, this kid's already brain dead. <laughs> Maybe he'll get smarter if he gets hit. <laughs> our athletic trainer, the athletic trainer at our high school, believed that chocolate milk was the cure for any sports injury out there. Literally yeah. anything. Ankle injury, chocolate oh, milk, you'll be good next day out there. That was, was that your trainer? He's the fucking worst. He was a creep. Yeah, he's yo. the chocolate milk guy. He literally was in Sports Illustrated because of how much he loved chocolate milk. So like everyone has like a trainer that's like oh like you're hurt like they'll tell you to do something like yours is chocolate milk so if you had like you came in like your arm hurts like your shoulder hurts so bad like you feel like you're separated your shoulder our trainer would be like calf stretches do the calf stretches (laughs) (laughs) he had like that board against he had like that board on the wall where like you put your like your foot on it and it stretches out your calf yeah Yeah, you'd be like oh like i think my i think i like messed up my shoulder really bad Nah, you just need calf stretches. Yeah, You're good. Yeah. <laughs> our our physical trainer, the guy that was obsessed with chocolate milk, was also the guy that got in trouble probably every two or three months for going a little too south on someone. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, Whoa, well, you can't touch me there, huh? <laughs> really? Yeah, not the not a not just the one time action. He's got a uh, curious hands. That happened like three or four times in our four years. Uh, I think that's it for football. That's what all I really want to talk about. The Packers beat the Vikings 21-16. Texans hung on against the Jags. Oh, Jacoby Brissett took on the Titans one nineteen seventeen. I predicted. They're the fucking favorites. You I'm took coming. that, right? You, that was one of your picks last week. Jacoby Brissett? Over the Titans. Yeah. We have JJ coming on later, but JJ hit his parlay that he told us. He hit the He's value meal pick. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that then. Um, JJ. I, JJ hit the fucking uh, it was pretty dinger. Fucking yeah. He hit a fucking dinger out of the park, Lucchese. That I hope he took his own Italian bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what fucking else? Me. We got – oh, the Chiefs took the Raiders. That's That was easy. You knew that was happening. Uh, Chiefs Chargers. are so good. I, I'm happy. I bet I took the Lions in a in money line. They were the dogs. But the line just kept getting – Pulled closer and closer, and the Lions actually ended up winning, and I'm really happy for them. I really want Matt Stafford to win more games than they've been. That too, and uh, and Mikey Rose. I mean, I want that kid to be happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad uh, those Lions, man. Yeah. Matt Patricia knows what he's doing, and so does uh, cousin Mikey. Hey, that's the Belichick blood right there. Yeah, that's what he's uh he's slowly dispersing his talent throughout the league. Coach, he's, coach, he's getting. He's gonna get ready to, to. He's gonna get ready to retire, and he's gonna have trained almost every single head coach by the time he's gone. Him and McVeigh. Yeah. So those so two. You come from the Belichick or McVeigh coaching line. Hired. Yeah. That's all. The NFL is gonna be a Belichick McVeigh 
complete. McVay from where's McVay from though? Isn't McVay from Gruden? He yeah, he came from Gruden, but I don't think he really came from Gruden. He was already smart as hell when Gruden was there, just taking over a good team. I can't wait till yeah. Josh McDaniels who comes to coach of the Patriots and is absolutely a stud too. Fuck Gruden, honestly. Josh McDaniels will be the next coach of the Patriots, and then uh, Steve uh, Steve Belichick will be the defense coordinator, prepping to become the head yeah. coach. Uh, wait, John Gruden, by the way, looks is getting every single game. I, I don't think I've ever seen him without a hat. His hair stinks, probably. I love his glasses. Well, it too. does stink. His little he glasses. Doesn't he doesn't ever not wear a hat, but when he takes it off, he looks exactly like Chucky. He's a little fuck. He's a little fuck. But I'm over John. I'm over the Raiders. I'm kinda... not over the Raiders just yet. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think they look so bad. Like no, I'm o- I'm over their dramatics and shit. And now they're just trying to win to prove AB wrong. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, they don't look. T- let them. I win. really like Waller. I'm telling you, don't count them out just yet. All right, so let's get into studs and duds. If we're done talking about football, yeah, I'm down again with studs and duds. My absolute stud of the fucking week is going to be Joel Brajol himself, fucking JJ Lucchese, with the fucking DK Metcalf pick of the fucking century. Right off the bat, coming on the podcast hotter than ever. JJ Lucchese, stud of the week. Shout out, Joel. Big shout out to the drive The drive will be back today. Big shout out to Joel. We're going to hear round two this week coming up soon. He's calling in. Uh, But yeah, he came out swinging. He had. The parlay he gave was Bears money line and Cowboys minus five. That hit with not really ease because of the Bears, but the Cowboys were locked. Uh, won that. The only one he didn't get was the Titans bet, the Colts, which we kind of disagreed with from the start anyway. Yeah. So I didn't really care too much about it. And then that DK Metcalf pick was just plus 310. Come on. You just tripled your had, net worth. He had the DK Metcalf pick. He really – came in and said, I'm going to make a statement, and he fucking made a statement. JJ and fucking now, Lucchese, everybody. JJ fucking Lucchese, everybody. Follow that up. He better follow it up good. Yeah, we'll see. We got him coming on in about a half hour. Who's your dud? Then? Um, My dud of the week is going to be uh, – we're going to hop back to – I'm going to go back to baseball. I know we're doing a lot of football. You probably already said it. We're going to hop back to uh, the Mets bullpen as my done of the week because, as usual, here we go again. I literally told this to Iz as it was happening. The Mets put themselves kind of back into the contention. What are we going to do? Okay, let's go play the fucking Dodgers. Great, let's go do it. We go play the Dodgers. Get very fucking lucky in that first game because Callaway stupid. Pulled fucking – pulled Wheeler way too early. Bullpen blew it. Got very lucky. Very, very lucky we won that game. They come back the second game against the Dodgers. Bullpen blows it again. Now the Mets also bullpen blew it with the Rockies the other night. Let them free fall out of the playoffs. All we can hope for now, Pete Alonso beats out Judge. Yeah, that's how all, many home runs does he need? Really, he, he needs three to tie, right? He needs or four, four to tie. Three to tie, four to break. He's got ten games. No, oh, he should to, be uh, able three to do to that. Tie. Possible, possible. He had two or two in the last two, I right? I think he's got it. Two in the last two. I think he's got it. I hope so. He's either going to tie it or. Uh, or I hope he doesn't. I hope yeah. he doesn't tie. I He's the only player coach. that pulls me back in. Like I only was one, so That's out. It. I was so out on the Mets until he tweeted back saying, "Like stay with us. We're coming back." And then they went on the tear. LFGM. I feel like after this last this past week where they lost a couple of these shit games, 
I feel like he's going to tweet something that just pulls me back in again. And yeah, I'm out. No, I see now, a Pete Alonzo tweet, and they pull me right back in. Right back. Him and it's him and Degrom. Degrom, if there's Degrom having again a potential fucking Cy Young season, if they could ever win for him, ever. It's so. Fu- if he played for the Yankees, he'd be considered fucking the next Nolan Ryan. I swear to God. Would you guys like ever get tired of this shit? I get tired of it all the time. Is look at the Jets. I move from organization to organization, wanting to blow my fucking brains out. Yeah, you have like the. I hate my dad. Between the the Mets, Jets, and Knicks, man, I feel so bad for you. (laughs) My dad's fault. I I I actually almost cried the other day when Jamal Adams was leaving. Was was like thinking about doing whatever, whatever he's fucking thinking. I almost cried, bro. Well, I mean, you should be worried if about Jamal leaving if you guys start zero and seven. Then he's not gonna be happy at all. Let's let's not talk about this now. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, next. (laughs) All right, uh, I'll go up next. My stud. We'll just go right into it. I have. Mr. Gardner Minshew, the Jacksonville Jaguars stud. Uh, he may have been my stud last week. I can't remember anymore. He is my stud this week. He is the ultimate Florida man, and I feel like he'd be on the cover of any of these crazy arrests that's going on, the, just the way he looks and like his story. Florida but, man arrested. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he is a stud uh, 100%. He kept that game closed last week, which I did not expect that. Just his hair, his bandana, it's all dope. Uh, here's, just a couple, here's just a couple little stories about him in the past two or two or three years. One, worked out in locker room wearing only aviators and jockstrap. Two, <laughs> did a naked cannonball during camp at WSU. Three, bought a bed for $10 on Facebook Marketplace. Four, carried a full-size <laughs> bottle of Crown Royal in waistband on night around Pullman. And five, his grandfather wanted to name him Beowulf. Beowulf. Five facts of Gardner Minshew. This, the most, the coolest man in the world. He's a he's the next big thing. He's the next big thing. After If his, if he could have been Beowulf, he's the next big thing. He's exactly, he's exactly what... He's exactly what... Yeah, Beowulf is the OG legend. Imagine starting for the Jacksonville Jaguars at quarterback Beowulf. <laughs> That's fucking sick. Even Gardner's a sick name. Gardner. Beowulf. Gardner Minshew. And he's, he's got two last names. He looks like Uncle Rico from Yes, uh, he does. Napoleon Dynamite. It he's is Uncle stash, Rico. He's got a stash and a half on him. He has yeah, he's the most peculiar, like the smartest, most intelligent man in the world, I think. I'm a, I might get a Minshew jersey. Or no, no, no I'm gonna get a jersey. I'm gonna get a Gardner Minshew jersey and uh shirts. Be in the shirts. My dud following that, Mike Francesa. Oh, Frank. Oh, what's good with Mike? What's going on with Mike now? He's the friggin' worst. <laughs> Although, like, I understand that Eli hasn't been playing up to par and shit. He's making the most, like, the biggest scene out of everything in New York lately. And no one wants to talk to him anymore. He's a dud now because you have Giants coaches canceling interviews. You have Jets players canceling interviews. People aren't making themselves available to him anymore just because he calls people for an interview, which that was one thing that he was known for. He's one of the best interviewers in the world and can get people to say stuff that they would never really say in public. And now he just calls people to roast them and not it's not entertaining anymore. And I'm so happy that it's starting to fade away from it because Players and coaches really don't want to talk to him anymore, and it's time to get off the air, even though he's he's a legend, but he sucks. I couldn't agree with you more. He literally goes on air. He'll shit on whoever he's interviewing, 
and then answer his own questions. Yeah, who does that? And the thing is, is, he goes against his own statements. Like two days ago, I'm listening at three o'clock, he starts talking about the Giants' offensive line. Someone's complaining about Eli, and he goes, "Uh, yeah, that's a that's a Super Bowl offensive line they have. Super Bowl contending offensive line." Two hours later, I'm on the I'm driving home from work. Someone mentions the line being that good, and he goes, "Oh, it's been two games. You can't tell that." Like, oh he, my god! He, and I heard both time both statements. He, it is he contradicts himself so often. With with all New York, with most New York sports teams heading in a new direction, with new blood, with the Jets, Giants, Knicks, the Mets, the Yankees have their new blood already. It's time for some new fucking blood on the fucking fan, bro. My friend has got to go. I know. He's also the it, biggest mush in the world, too. He is the biggest mush. It's just not fun to talk about, like, or to he listen said, to anymore. Yeah, two days ago he tweeted that there's no way the Giants bench Eli until like after the bye. He makes shit happen. Seven games in. He's, he's <laughs> Yo, and he, he has like said, you go against it. There are so many other reporters and analysts that are better than him now and more involved with kind of like our generation. And the younger reporters are going to be so much better to listen to at this point than Mike Francesco just whining into a mic for three hours a day. Francesco needs to go. Yeah, it's yeah, it uh, Okay, so is now your stud. Right. I'm gonna start off with my dud so I could save my my stud for after. Let's do it. My dud of the week is Domingo Herman. Domingo Herman. We're about a few weeks away from the playoffs, where you're super needed, with a very very bad. I wouldn't say very bad, but very suspect pitching staff. And you go out there and you slap your fucking girlfriend in the face in public. What the fuck are you doing? How could you do that? Like, especially he got he slapped this bitch in front of an MLB official. Like, oh, what up. are you fucking doing? It's, even if you like, up. he's done, dude. Like, even if he did slap his fucking girlfriend and like he did it in like the privacy of his own home, who the fuck's there to prove it? Like, he's gonna be pitching. That's fine, whatever. But you did it in public. When we needed you the fucking most, you slap your fucking bitch girlfriend. Fucking idiot. Done. I'm done with it. I'm, it's just like the Yankee season. It's just like we're so used to it by now. Injuries after injuries after injuries. And then you slap your fucking girlfriend. Fuck you, Domingo Herman. Goodbye, Domingo Herman. But yes, Sammy. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Addition by subtraction, right? We, we, are, <laughs> we are anti-domestic violence podcast. Addition by subtraction. That was good. Official was statement, good. this league is an, is a anti-domestic violence pub. Yes. In public. Inside your own home. <laughs> Outside of the privacy right. of your home. It's not acceptable. Not acceptable. Uh, <laughs> All right. So mo- moving on from my idiot of the week. I'm going to go into so, my start of the week. Okay. So... Eli, I love you, man. You are my stud of the week. The way you handle that benching, it's not your fault. It's not always been your fault. It's been the whole front office's fault. You've been the scapegoat for so many years. You've never had an offensive line. You've handled everything with class. You've done everything the right way. You've made every Giants fan have hope. You made every Giants fan have the best days of their life. We all grew up watching you every single Sunday. We love you so much. Way to take benching like a champion because not many people would do the things that you did. He sat up there in front of the media 
took on all those questions about being benched and he handled it with pride, said he's going to be the best teammate he possibly can and help get Daniel Jones ready for week, week three. Like, come on. Are you going to ask anything more from the most classy human being on earth? Like, I can't even talk. I could go on and on about this, how great of a human being Eli Manning is and how great of he made my life better. So, Eli, my stud of the week, I love you to death, man. And you're going to be a Hall of Famer. Thank no you, question. Eli. Touching tribute. <laughs> Thank touching you, Eli. Tribute. That was a touching tribute. That was very touching. Thank you very he, much. He's the, also the only one of few quarterbacks or players in general that would be able to handle a situation like that, respectively. Yeah. Eli. He's, he knows how to handle the media, and that's how it's been for 15, 16 years now. Yeah, even coming from a non-Giants fan, just sports fan, just being a fan of sports, Eli's always been that fucking class act guy. He's never been a locker room issue. He's always been that. He's always been that leadership type. Even though he's had his bad, he's had his ups and downs, whatever. He's always been that fucking that leader in the locker room, that leader on the field. And being a Jets fan, all I can say is he did beat Tom Brady twice. So in that, in my book, that makes him a pretty fucking good quarterback. So. Or Mississippi. King. I give props. I give props to Eli, even though I'm not a Giants fan. I still give him props. Great or Mississippi King. It's so sad. Give credit where credit's due. It is. That's true. He deserves all of it. Credit's due. Well, let's see what DJ's got now. Let's see if Gettleman actually has a plan. That's what I'm excited to see because his head's next. Gettleman's I, next. Uh, and what's crazy is he he hasn't spoken to anyone in the media. Exactly. He just he's we just haven't Eli, heard we he's haven't heard a Eli word. He had Eli take the heat, and now Gettleman's. He can't we hide much longer. We heard Pat Sherman. We heard the other players. We heard former players. We haven't heard the GM of the team. No, you won't. And you're not going to hear from him until after his first, maybe even after his first Daniel Jones start. We'll see. But he's going to hide right now. He's going to hide, wait to see what happens, and then he'll make his move because his plan is not a oh, going dude. to – Exactly, he's accordance, but we'll see what happens. My my favorite response from Eli during this whole thing was they asked him, "Is this the end of Eli?" Blah blah blah. He goes, "I'm not dead. I'm not like I'm not dying. <laughs> I still have 14 weeks left to play and prepare to help my team in the ways I can. I'm not a what I'm an amazing like, fucking answer. It's a beast yeah. answer. It's a who beast else, answer. Who else would be prepared like that to just take that shit? The beast but answer. Eli Manning. I can't. I, I, it's like so sad to even think that like he's Eli done. Manning, the greatest schlub to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest schlub to play the game. Unless Daniel I have Jones, a feeling we're gonna unless get... Daniel Jones is absolutely fucking god awful, then he'll be back. Which we, I really hope, is not the case. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take uh, any more losing. Yeah, the Jets fucking suck. So I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Let's do the Q&A. Okay, so thank you guys for writing in. We have three or four questions for this week. Uh, our first question is, out of all the new quarterbacks replacing their starters, who's going to get a better record and why? Who's going to have a better record? Who's going to have the best record as a court, uh, replacement QB? Minshew? I would go Minshew or Mason Rudolph. Wait, I would go Teddy Bridgewater just because he still has Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick an honor. I'm gonna pick a little hot take here, Mason Rudolph. Uh, so I was gonna go Teddy Bridgewater, but I've been reading a lot that's saying like Taysom Hill. Yeah, I heard yeah, that. Uh, so I might. He's gonna be go like a with, huge X factor. I might go with both of them. You, you yeah, guys gotta kind of give it to both of them. I'm th- I'm thinking just as a team, I think the Saints will win the most out of all the replacement teams. Mason, yeah, because that team is still so fucking good. Mason, Mason Rudolph. 
probably going to get a couple wins just because this defense is going to be sick. But defense, he still has some wide receivers and he's got some running backs. Yeah, and a good head coach. I'm a fan. You know of who I? You know who I um, fucking hate? Kirk Cousins sucks. He has. He's actually terrible. I don't know how they gave him that much money, dude. And he, yo, he's holding back Adam Thielen so much. He's got <laughs> weapons. He's got digs. Yeah, like he's and Kyle Rudolph. Trash. They have a good ass tight he's end. Like they the have two wide receivers. He's the epitome of average, man. I really hate him. Sucks. He's so inaccurate. Joel. How are we doing, boys? There he is. There, there he is. is. All right, Joel. Stud. Stud. JJ. Boys. Welcome back. So we're in the middle of Q&A. You could help us answer the last few questions, and then we'll get into your segment. Okay. All right, the second one is – well, this one's just is, does Iz remember betting me $100 the Giants make the playoffs this season? Is that Mike Rose? No. There's another one? Doug Arango. Oh, man. I don't – damn it, Doug. I don't remember that at all. But oh, shit. All right, so – A bet's a bet, man. I'll pay, I'll pay up if we lose, so. Yeah. Uh, That's devastating. I did not need to be reminded of that tonight. Okay, so following <laughs> that, we have another you, one. Doug. Another one irrelevant to sports, but still something we uh, can discuss. Would you rather have all songs exist, but they are performed by Pitbull, or one Pitbull song performed by every other artist in their own cover? All songs performed by Pitbull. No no doubter. That's actually a no doubter for me. Pitbull Come on. Guys. Sucks. Come on. Guys, guys. Come We're on. really going to answer this question like that? Give me Pitbull. Give me or Pitbull. I'll take, I'll Pitbull take Pitbull's sings- version of Pitbull sings any song. I'll take Pitbull's version of Bruce Springsteen. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll no, hold, tell, tell, Holiday Inn. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Pitbull. I think Pitbull's version of anything is phenomenal. It's exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we are welcoming back JJ Joe Lucchese. The drive-through was success last week. Uh, he's back again this week with some picks for Week Three of the NFL season. Uh, JJ, welcome back. And uh, let's get it going. Boys, you guys ate up last week. I fucking – I was sweating grease last week. I was sweating, sweating grease. I bet, you, I bet you felt phenomenal the next phenomenal. day. Phenomenal. <laughs> I was full That's as I fun. like to hear. All right. Hey, Jay, I'll tell you what. What you, did, yeah. what you did last week, Jay, very fucking impressive. Hey. Very you impressive. Gotta do when you got to do when you're hungry, you go to the drive-thru and you eat. That's the whole purpose, is, is it not? You came in 100% right, man. You came in wanting wanting to make that statement fucking bet. And you fucking made that statement fucking bet, DK Metcalf. It is what it is. You got to do what you got to (laughs) do. All right. So so what are we thinking for this week? Now let's get it. All right. All right. The classic small, medium, large meal. Small meal. Uh, We're going to go with Derek this time. Because uh, right. Derek did not eat last week with the Titans losing. Nope. Uh, we are going to take – this is what I call you how you doing pick. We're going to take our boys, the Giants, plus six against the Bucks. Wait, how are Parley. you doing? How you doing? Parley with the Seahawks at home over the Saints. Thoughts, concerns? Interesting. To take the Giants, I know it's a small one, but – It's a small meal. Small meal. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't ever bet on the Giants. And – can't say I'm a huge fan on it, of it, but we got Danny Dimes, and I think that's enough set. Danny Dimes is going to Danny Dimes is going to come in and kill it. What? Not even that he's going to come and kill it. I can see the headline. Like I close my eyes and I see the New York <laughs> Times. I see the New York Times. I'm walking the street on Monday morning. 
in New York, and I see the headlines now. I, I, I think, and I, and I read it now, back in the New York group. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> back. Back in the New so York. Oh, I love it. I love it. Exactly. I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna walk walk to work on Monday through Times Square. I'm gonna pass the New York Times Grab the paper. booth. You're gonna see little Johnny yelling yelling to buy the paper and I'm gonna take the paper. You know what I'm gonna read? Back back in the New York group. Okay. <laughs> and then and then we're gonna take the Seahawks. We're gonna take the Seahawks at home. Um I think Russ is gonna keep doing his thing. And then we're gonna we're gonna ride our boy DK Metcalf, baby. Because I'll tell you one thing, this is his league. This is his <laughs> league. Okay. Uh, so now we got the we got the medium meal. Uh, we're gonna give it to Iz. Um, not he, again. We don't support them, but he's so due, and he's kind of screwed me over the past two weeks. Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown. We're going with the prop for the medium meal. I think the young buck goes up for the for the banged up birds team. Uh, and I was talking to, to a wise man uh, just before this, uh, a wise man of the name Matthew Miller. Uh, he told me they came in in the Battle of the Birds. They came in, and their wings got a little beat up, but this young buck is going to teach him how to fly again. So we're going Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown, medium meal. I would love that because I got him in fantasy. Living and dying by these props. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I have to I feel like I have to have one prop per meal. I think that's that's like the happy meal. Yeah, it's like the little toy in the butt in the box. Yeah. Yeah. And my large meal going back to bird, because the man got it. Rams minus three in Cleveland. The Browns haven't uh, impressed me yet. I'm gonna take a minus three. Yes, yeah, only okay. two points. Like, congrats. They they waxed the Jets. I like Congratulations. That. I love I like that. that. I, 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 I'll I'll believe I'll believe the Browns hype when I see it. I'm taking the I'm taking the uh the Rams and I think uh, I don't like that. their offense is just I love that. I love yeah, that. That's 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 the large meal. We're gonna, we're gonna I literally we can supersize just that. that. We, we right can now, yeah, we can supersize <laughs> that and we'll, and we'll take it four units and, 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 and you know what? That's a that's the draft through with Jets. Stay hot, Jay. Stay hot. Keep me full. The boys got to eat, okay? I love it. Let's go. We're each going to pick a lock now, uh, and then we can talk about each one. Packers over Broncos. Uh, You want the spread or it's my seven and a half? It's my seven and a half. Take the the points. Oh, I I agree. Good call. Take the points. This is going to be the breakout game for the Packers. This is where they start dominating. I agree. All right, Thank Derek. I, ha- I have mine now, Derek. I have mine. I did a little browsing. I have mine. Okay. I'm taking the Falcons. The Falcons are money line right now. Is is uh, is, is plus hundred. I'm taking the Falcons money line over over the Colts. Falcons money line. Plus one hundred. Yeah, I like that too. I think, I think that's gonna be the game of the week. To be honest with you, it will be the game of the week, and I think the I, Falcons I, are gonna pull it off. I think that's a the tight Falcons matchup. are plus one hundred. Plus one hundred. Wow. Colts at home. Eh, it's gonna be close. Into my lock of the week, I'm taking a total. I am going to go under 45 and a half points in the Detroit Lions Philadelphia Eagles game. The Eagles offense struggled last week. They still don't have Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffries day to day. They lost three to four key players in that game. The Lions offense is the Lions offense. I think the most points they'll score this season is 20 points. So it's up to the Eagles really there. So, taking the under 45 and a half on the Lions-Eagles. 
I like that. I, I like do that. like that. We got a two, lot of uh, not a, not a lot of point scoring. I can see that. Offenses. I see a lot of money. Maybe maybe they made my way this week. So I've been hot, boys. I was a mush for the past month and a half prior to this week. I think I went nine and three in the past three days, and I'm I'm feeling it. I'm colder than the cooler side of the pillow, man. That it's was dark me. Time. I, I got out of it. I, I shook it off. I, I switched sports books, switched from FanDuel to DraftKings. I don't think I could lose. Sure, but I put 10 bucks in my uh, FanDuel this uh, last Sunday. Uh, my last four bucks, I did a $4 uh, parlay prop. A prop I parlay. saw that. I was Four proud to of 103. You. Put it in the bag. Wow. Put it in the bag. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Let's fucking go, kid. Was that the anytime touchdown scores? Yeah, Devin Singletary, my boy DK Metcalf, your boy and David Johnson. Anytime touchdown, all three of them. I didn't know they were handing out money on Friday. Before I go, before I go, is the Yankees are dancing tonight and we're all going to be happy. Yes, we are. I can't wait. Besides, fuck, fuck Domingo, right, man? Yeah, he's probably out for the postseason. He's probably out now, for a while. Now, Jay, what's they your take on that? Season. You think they'll still be fun? It's very upsetting. 18 wins. He's having a freaking oh, – obviously, it's a career year. He's a young guy, but it, it hurts. But you're going to have to have Paxton step up. I mean, Seve's back, but you can't expect him to go the distance. Cool. He's, pro- cool. I mean, he's not going to be on a pitch count in the postseason, but you, he'll give you five innings, I think. Uh, yeah. It's going to be tough, but I, it, definitely, it, it definitely hurts. But, I mean, Paxton's been, been pitching phenomenal. Um, and then I guess the bullpen's just going to have to play a huge role, a huge role. I couldn't agree more. The bullpen's really got to step up. And Batanz is getting hurt too, fucks us. It's, it's awful. That hurts it's, a lot. It, it, was a, it was an awful two days. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, really. it, it, it started out promising. Sevy looked awesome the other day. Uh, it was a four innings, two hits. I think he looked – it was very promising. I mean, and then right after the game in the – I mean, in the press conference, Boone talked about it, and and then a day later, you get this, you get the bingo. So I will be, awesome. I will be betting every over. The Yankees playing. How playoffs. used to it are you by now, Jay? It's just getting ridiculous. Say it again. I'm getting so used to it by now. What about you? Next man uh, up. I'm very used to it. I mean, you have Stanton. He's played ten games this season. Um, Judge is sitting out tonight with a shoulder injury. Uh, it's just it's kind of unpredictable at this point. I mean. But I, I have to give it to the boys who stepped up this whole season. So that's promising there. Uh, I mean, I guess you got to think positive. It, you, you take any game into that's why home field advantage is so important because you take any game to the Bronx, there's a, there's a huge possibility. It's so important that we get a home field, dude. Like we desperately need it. Yeah, it's a it's a big game tonight. They got they got to win tonight. They got they'll clinch tonight. They'll dance tonight, but they got to keep winning. They have to keep winning because I think it was two years ago. The uh, the Astros came out and said how intimidated they were playing at Yankee Stadium. Uh, just goes to show how dangerous it could be playing there. I mean, home field advantage. Scary. So the Bronx is cool. a scary environment. It's scary. It's, it's the jungle, man. It's the Bronx jungle. The Bronx Zoo. It is. I love yeah. it, man. I'm going to I'm going to game one. Let's go. I, I might join you. Come on, let's go. Section four eleven. I was I was there. I was at the game two days ago. I bought tickets at, on my lunch break. Bought tickets. Took the subway up. Saw Seve pitch phenomenal after the game. We waited outside, and uh, freaking Domingo pulls out in his Uber, riding shotgun, 
with his hat back or just waving to everyone. And then this freaking really? shit happens. You think you think this dude's a nice guy? And he goes, you think you know a guy? Smack his girl. Fucking ass. You think you know a guy? Eighteen and four. We dude mentioned this before. We're an anti-domestic violence podcast. Yeah, I'm not not a big just fan in of public. Either, it's really <laughs> no. I'm a huge not fan. Of, I'm a, I despise it. Absolutely despise it. I think the MLB does a great job of how they handle it. Um, I believe that this happened earlier in the week. I believe I believe it happened earlier in the week, and they're acting quick, which is awesome to see. It's really sad to see one oh, of your own go down like that. This, the NFL would have um, this being reviewed, reviewed for months. Yeah, he'd be he'd be pitching in the postseason, and honestly, he doesn't deserve it. So I think it, the way they handle it is very is awesome. The Yankees shut him down, which is they did their job. Uh, so props to them. Sad to see, like I a guy like a guy from your own, I guess, family go down like that, right? But it's uh. It's whatever. It's, it's life. You gotta, gotta kind of go over the hurdles. They've been doing it yep, all season. Next man so up. Let's do it through October. Next man up. Let's go. All right, JJ. Thank you for calling in again. Uh, we'll keep track of your picks again this weekend. Hopefully, they're just as good as last week. We you killed it last week, and we're Millie rocking into the week three. All right, boys. Let's up. go, Jay. Thank you, brother. Oh, Joe Domestic violence. Fuck domestic, domestic violence. Fuck domestic Only violence. in public. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Jay. Guys, it's safe if you don't home. Peace out, boys. See you later, Jay. Later. All right, so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of this league. We will continue to do this each week, one time a week, most likely Thursdays. Should be ready in the morning every Thursday. Uh, we'll have a combination of both episodes just in one fatty. So thank you guys for listening on this first week of one episode it's been fun thank you jj for coming back in uh shout out chilies for feeding me still uh expansion. and expansion let's yeah, enjoy the shout out expansion throw up the x and we'll roll, wrap to let's you next to thursday let's get ready to roll boys i'm enjoy the weekend peace, peace out